What happens, what happens when you hear from somebody that you've done a nice job? Who wants to answer that for me? Somebody. Yes, Mike. Do it again. Do it again. You want to do it again so that you hear that praise again. Right? Other things that happen. How do you feel about yourself when you, when you uh, hear praise, when somebody tells you you've done a nice job? You feel better about yourself. Right? How about the person that actually told you that? How do you feel about them? You like them a little bit more. Right? So all three of those are great reasons that we want to praise our kids. Proverbs 16.24 tells us that gracious words are a honeycomb. And they're sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. So not only does it make us feel good, right? it's good for our soul, but it also tells us that's good for our body. It's healing for our bones. First uh, Thessalonians 5.11 says, Therefore encourage one another. And build one another up. And what better way to do that for our kids than praising them for the good things that they do. All right, so we're going to talk tonight about how to encourage good behavior by praising your kids. And even those strong-willed, double-hand strong-willed kids are doing some things that are good that we need to find that we need to praise. All right, and we can use that to teach them to do that behavior again. So what I want you to start off with, take a moment to write down something that you want your kid to learn. Maybe they're struggling with it. Maybe it's just something brand new that you want your kids to be working on. I'll give you, give you a, little, a minute to write that down. Now, those of you with six kids, you'll have to write down six of them, right? <laughs> so as we continue with tonight, I want you to keep the things that you're writing down in mind. Right, as we talk about some of the other things. Right, so as we said, we want to use praise to help kids feel good about themselves. We want them to like us. And it gives them a chance to learn what things we want them to do again. But not all praise is created equal, is it? Right? If I'm trying to encourage good behavior and I say, Hey, Nate, you're doing a great job. Did I praise Nate? Yeah? Did I reinforce the particular behavior? No, but if I say, hey, Nate, you're doing a great job right now, just paying attention to me and showing me by looking at me. Way to go. What did I reinforce? Looking at me, right? I want him to be looking at me while I'm talking to me, right? Let me give you one more example. If I said, hey, Nate, you're doing a great job looking at me right now, you're just showing me that you're paying attention, and you're doing such a great job... Come on up. Here's five bucks. All right? And when, and when, you, when you show me that you're, you're, you know, that you're paying attention, you're going to be able to praise your kids better later today, okay? All right? All right. Which one of those three is, is Nate more likely to, to, to listen to me and actually continue to pay attention to me? Now I see a lot more of you actually looking at me while I'm talking. What happened? I, I don't have any more money. Sorry. I'm out of $5 bills. All right? Yeah, we added a couple things. It's not just a praise statement, right? That will make you feel good, but if you have no idea what you're being praised for, you're not going to repeat any behavior. If you add some behavior in there, some specific things that your kids were doing, they'll know what you liked. They'll know that they're supposed to do it again, right? Now, there's the last two couple steps we're going to focus on a little bit more. I added a couple more things. Does anybody recognize what they were? 
A reward, that's one of them. Yep. Anybody have another example that they might have heard? It was a reason that he should be paying attention so he can learn how to praise his kids later. So there are a couple of times that we want to use, uh, we want to praise our kids. One of them is when they're learning something new. Right? And what we do is we teach them what we want them to do. And as they make small attempts to do it well, then we praise them for it. Right? And we call that shaping behavior. Right? You don't need to know that necessarily. But believe it or not, you guys are already experts at shaping behavior. How many of you have taught a kid to walk? Most of you, right? That, unless somebody's is, yeah, you can't all take your kids to the nursery and be here, right? <laughs> You've all taught your kids to walk at some point. But did, at what point did you just tell your kid, look, this is how you're going to walk, right? You're going to pick up your foot, and you're going to move it forward, and you're going to pick up another foot, and you're going to move it forward. And did they, did they do that? Heck no. You had to first make sure that they knew how to stand up, right? That those little Michelin rolls were going away. They were, their legs were able to hold them up. And then you grabbed their little fingers, right? and the first thing you did was hold their fingers, and you picked up their arms so that they were almost accidentally swung their leg forward. And what did you say? Hey, way to go. Look at you. You're walking. Are they really walking yet? No. They haven't walked at all. You're doing all the work, but you make a big deal of it, didn't you? And then pretty soon you're holding on to their hands and they start taking a few, uh, maybe they took their own step forward. And what do you say? Look at you, way to go, you're walking. Are they really walking yet? No, they haven't, they haven't done anything. You're still doing the majority of the work. You're holding up. If you let go, they're flat on their diaper. And at some point, they maybe get to the coffee table or the couch and they pull themselves up. Right? And they walk around. They're getting closer and you tell them, oh, look at you, you're walking. Are they really walking? No, they're not walking yet. But at some point, their wobbly little legs, they take one or two steps and they hit their diaper and they take their first steps. Look at you, you're walking. Next thing you know, you grab the video camera and it's on Facebook or YouTube or in pictures on Instagram and grandma and grandpa know because my baby's walking. You have shaped behavior step by step, by praising them all the way around, along. And you act like a total fool when you did it, right? When's the last time you did that for your kid, right? Maybe if you were as enthusiastic with what you're trying to teach what's on that paper as you were when they were learning to walk, they might be more willing to do it. Another time we want to praise behavior is when they get better at something. Now, when they first learn to walk, are they really good walkers? No, but at some point they want to go for a walk with you and they don't want to be in that stroller anymore. So what do you do? You, you're praising them. Look at you, you're getting faster, you're keeping up with me, way to go. And you continue to praise their improvement. When they start getting faster and pretty soon they're running and now you can't keep up with them anymore because you got a baby in the other hand, right? But you praise, look at how fast you're getting, you're getting good at this, way to go. You're not praising the normal walking anymore, but they're getting better at it. Especially when you know that they've had some struggles with something. And they've maybe been not so good at it. This is the time to continue to praise the small steps that they've done really well. 
And even when kids know how to do something really well, we want to continue to praise them once in a while. Right? It might not be the same. It might not be as enthusiastic as when they first learned to walk. Right? But you still want to praise them once in a while. Even when we're good at something, we want, to, we want to keep hearing that, right? So they continue to do it over and over again. All right, so there's, there's some steps. Let's talk about how we should praise our kids. Um, so I, we kind of demonstrated that a little bit, and we showed that there are really four steps to praising our kids, right? We want to show the approval, describe behavior, give reasons, and also give them reward. And I found an example uh, in Matthew 25 uh, verse 21. It's about a parable uh, of a bags of gold. So a man had, had given his servants some bags of gold. And he gave one of them five bags and another one two bags and another one a bag. And the one with five bags and the one with two bags, they went and doubled that money. They were able to double it for him. And what does he say to his servants? Well done. Well done. Good and faithful servants, right? Then he tells them what for. Because you've been faithful with a few things. You've been faithful with a few things. Then he, then he, uh, he, he kind of gives a reason in here that I'll put you in charge of many. Basically, because you've showed you, you could, you're responsible for a few, I'll give you more responsibility. And then he says, come and share your master's happiness. In the, the, in the New Living Translation, he says, let's celebrate. So he gives them a reward. So the first thing you want to do is show your approval. So go ahead and on your paper, write some examples of words. I've, I've given you a few. Well done. Good job. But go ahead and write down a few more examples of words you can use to show your approval. Who would like to share a couple of examples? Loud and proud. Let's hear it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Anybody else? Awesome. awesome. Wonderful. Wonderful. Woohoo! That's my favorite. <laughs> what was that? I'm so proud. Yes. What else? I need a high five. What other things? I think we, that you can find, if you just Google it, 101 ways to praise a child, you're going to find that there are a lot more ways, all right, to, to praise your kids, right? Now, uh, the key here is that you need to be sincere about it, right? Now, to me, I might be saying, woohoo, but if my wife Tammy would look at my kids and go, woohoo, they'd be like, what's mom doing? <laughs> So you have to be real. You have to be yourself. But use the words that work for you so your kids know that you're being sincere about what you're telling them. But besides the words you use, what else can you do to show your approval? Hug them? Absolutely. Smile at them. Yeah. How, how sincere, how effective is it? Hey, really nice job. Woohoo. <laughs> right? <laughs> Without smiling about it. But it's really hard to have a negative voice tone when you are smiling. Right? Your kids will get it. You need to be smiling. What else? Stop what you're, Stop what you're doing and actually looking at them. Wow. How impactful can that be? 
right? Giving them your undivided attention is well, the best way to show your approval. So we want to use our body language, but also our, our voice tone, our, our facial expressions, all of those things need to go into showing that approval so your kid knows. Because if the first things out of your mouth are like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? What do they usually think? Uh-oh, what do I do now? <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. But then you also want to be specific about what they did. All right? What did they do to earn that approval? If it's making your bed, then tell them, great job making your bed. If they picked up a few toys, way to go. Picking up your toys. Right? If you have real little ones and they're just learning to eat, then tell them that. Way to, way to use that spoon. That's awesome. And they might not pick it all up, but you're, you get in the habit yourself. Nice job sitting down and doing your homework for like 15 minutes without, without asking 15 questions. Way to ask permission to go to the movies. Right? Not just sneaking out. So tell them exactly what they did so they know that's what I'm going to need to do again to get some more approval. Hey, good job listening the first time. I didn't have to repeat myself. Yeah, I should have used that one more often. I didn't use that one as often. Right? Way to go, not arguing with me. So be specific about it. But then tell them why. Why is it important? Right? Because we want them to get in the habit of doing this. Right? They, what kind of reasons did you get from your parents when they told you to do something? Because I said so? Absolutely. Because I said so? You know if Jeff wants me back sometime, we'll talk a whole thing about how to give reasons to your kids. But it's important to tell them why they, why they did and why it's important. Hey, good job picking up your toys because then you can find, your, find them more easy when you're ready to play. Hey, great job picking up your room. I don't have to. Now I have more time to give to you. Right? Great job at, at, at doing the dishes. So that way we, we can have some more time to play video games or, or hang out as a family. Right? Nice job asking permission to go hang out with your friends instead of just leaving the house. That way I'll know where you're at. Then you want to give them a reward. Right? Something right, that will tell them what they did is, was good. Right? All of you pay, started paying a little more attention when I whipped out a $5 bill. Right? So you have to find rewards that are going to be effective for your kids. I'd love to tell you it's really easy to pick out certain rewards for your kids, but it's not that easy, right? Now, for those who are working, it's really easy. They give us money, and we can turn it in for the things that we like. That doesn't work for you so, so much with your kids. But you need to find the things. A lot, of, a lot of the rewards that they're probably looking for is just some time for you or some more of that attention, that hug that, that might be all they need. A pat on the back, right? A high five. But maybe the behavior warrants a little bit more. Again, if, if they picked up the room and you don't have to do it, wouldn't you rather be playing a game of shoots and ladders instead of cleaning up their room? So let's play some shoots and ladders. The kid just got what they, they want probably most in the world is some time with you. It doesn't have to be tangible stuff. Now, if your kid's motivated by tangible stuff, then you probably want to find some toys, some small toys or um, things that might work for them. 
I might avoid some snacks, and my mom was good at, at rewarding us with snacks, and I've paid the price for a long time. <laughs> but you can find things that motivate your kids. But try to make the connection, too. Again, if you, if you have a, uh, if, you, if you've cleaned, cleaned your room and that gives me time, then I'll have time to play with you and play a game with you. Right? If, if you help me with something, then I'm going to turn around and help you with something. If you sit and do your homework and it's finished, maybe you earn some extra game time, some video game time or TV time. Assuming you have some limits on it. But find the reward that's going to work for your kids. All right, so there are four steps. Show approval. Describe the behavior. Give a reason. And give a reward. What I want you to do, I want you to write down a couple of examples that you can give and use for your kids. Maybe it's related to the behavior that you saw you wrote down earlier today. But go ahead and write down all four of those steps and, and use the words you would normally use. Come up with a reward that you think might be effective for your kids. So show the approval, describe what they might have done. You might have to make it up, but maybe you can think about something that your kids did earlier today. Anybody brave enough to share what they wrote down? Anyone? Yes. L loud and proud. Okay. Nice. Let's give her a hand. That was excellent. <laughs> excellent example, right? Actually, she got a couple of behaviors in there. She said that you helped doing the laundry, but and you didn't complain about it either, right? And she got to not only movie time, but she got to pick the movie. Right? Anybody else want to share an example? Yes, Mike. Giving him exactly what he did, right? He accepted no, he didn't argue with them, right? said okay, and giving him a little hope that he might get to play that game again later, right? No guarantees though. One more. Anyone? All right. All right. All right. So here's, here's, a, here's a couple of things that you need to remember. Um, you need to be praising the small steps, right? Because, I mean, think about learning how to do laundry. You don't just uh, learn to do, throw something in the washing machine, put some soap in and go, right? When I was in the Marines, I had some of those people because everything was kind of green, right? So they didn't know, nobody taught them to do step by step. So maybe you start with teaching them how to sort the laundry, right? Why, why you need to do that? She gets that done, great job praising it. She knows, okay, that's the first part. Maybe even then deciding how much, how big of a load should be. 
That's another step. Little by little. Then, then how, do, how much soap am I going to use? Right? How do I get the wash machine started? How do I get the dryer started? How do I fold? All of those are step by step. It's not just how to do laundry. Right? So we think about, I had to teach my, when I taught my kids to drive, step by step. Don't just throw it into gear and go. <laughs> little by little, every little bit of the way, will help their kids be more successful. But you also need to praise your kid as soon as you see the behavior happening. Right? The, the closer it is to actually the behavior, the, the reward and the, and the praise is to the behavior, the more likely they're going to make the connection. Right? Because if you wait till an hour later or two hours later, depending on the age of your kids, they're not going to make that connection, what they did. They might not even remember what they did. But are they going to turn down a reward? Heck no. (laughs) No? I don't remember, but yeah, sure, I'm going to get something good. I'm going to do it, right? But it's also important that you you praise kids frequently and consistently, right? No matter how difficult or what struggles you are going on with your kids, they're doing something good. Find it and praise it consistently and frequently. In fact, uh, a lot of research at Boys Town shows that we should be praising at least four times more often than we criticize or correct our kids. So think about that one. Four times. Now, that's not in an hour's time or anything. That's a, over, over time. There should be four times more often. So think, are you really praising your kids that often? Um, uh, Dr. Fryman, one of the psychologists over at Boystown, also quoted some research, and I tried to dig it up. I couldn't quite find it. But that's, that same is true of, of, your, of your relationships, of your marriages, by the way. Um, if you praise your spouse four times more often than you correct, you will not get divorced. You get down to one-to-one, and he says you might as well just call a lawyer. <laughs> so it's that important that we not only need to be doing it the same amount, but four times more often. And if you have a strong-willed child, that might need to be eight times more often. If you have a kid that's really struggling, you might need to do it that much, right? Praising the be- But think, about, think back to what, what we talked about earlier about teaching a kid to walk. How many of you put a kid on timeout because they didn't know how to walk? I taught you how to do it. <laughs> no, you're not walking. Go sit in your car seat for five minutes. No. <laughs> you, but you were able to teach them to walk with nothing but praise. Not one time did you criticize them or correct them. Now, you got really creative with some of the rewards. You stuck that toy out there far enough, right? And when they didn't actually walk, maybe they crawled, you moved it. And you kept moving it from them. You put the reward of a little farther away. Right? So they got in that habit. But you didn't have to do any correcting to teach your kid to walk. You can do the same thing with other behaviors. Right? All right. So, again, the, the big idea is the fact that, that our kids are always doing good things. And we need to catch them being good. We need to be looking for the good stuff. Because our, rea- our typical reaction is always finding the, the, the bad stuff that they're doing. Right? Jeff, I know I'm done a little bit early tonight, but I'm going to open it up for questions. Anybody have any questions about when, how, where, what to praise your kids about?
Dave, if you could just make sure you repeat the question for our overflow room, okay. that'd be great. Thanks. Any questions? Yes. So trying to explain that fairness is not the same. <laughs> so one of your kids might need to hear more. But I'm guessing if the one that's being praised a little bit more probably is getting corrected a little bit more, right? So that's, you can tell us to share with your kids that might be uh, asking, how come I never get to hear that? Well, I do share it. Maybe not as much, but I'm also not correcting you as much either. So you can kind of explain it that way. Um, those are behaviors you're really good at already anyway. So I don't need, you know, I'll, I'll find the things to praise you. Um, so finding, again, the, the good stuff in all of them. But sameness, fairness is not the same all the time. Now, if they still feel that way, start finding the things, the little things for, the, for all of them as well. Other questions? I only did, I, I did it so I could remember myself. I have a 19 and a almost 21-year-old. I still need to do it. Right? I still struggle sometimes as well. So, because especially when they're getting that old, you kind of forget about, about the little stuff that they're doing. So. It's a quiet group tonight. First, first session back. No other questions. No? Well, why don't I, well let, let me take a, take a minute to pray then for all of you. Dear Heavenly Father, um, I just want to praise you and thank you, Lord, for one, just telling us how uh, gracious words feel to us, Lord God, and it's good for our soul, good for our body, Lord God. And I just pray that um, we just walk out of here tonight with that desire to look for the good things in our kids, Lord God, um, and be praising them for it. I want to thank you for looking in the good in us, Lord God, and seeing how, uh, Lord, while we didn't deserve your love, you, you loved us anyway. Um, and thanks for, for just um, sending Christ to die on the cross for us, Lord God, um, even though we don't, don't deserve it. Um, Lord, we just, uh, I just want to pray for the parents tonight. I saw the hands raised when some people are dealing with uh, strong-willed kids. And Lord God, I pray that in the next few weeks you would uh, let the study Give them wisdom, Lord God, and uh, help you. I just want to feel your arms around them, Lord God, as they look to parent their kids and, and just try to be a godly example for their family, Lord. And just praise all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Good job. Awesome. Well, hey, um, I'm just going to give you 60 seconds just to look at your notes real quick. And um, I just want you to maybe circle what's the one thing you take away from tonight. The other question that came to my mind, too, is this. Um, who's maybe the child in your home, if you have more than one child, that could use some encouragement? Um, is there one maybe that um, 
like Dave said, that gets sort of overlooked because of one of the other ones um, tends to need more correction or, or whatever it is. So maybe just jot that down. Who's the child that could use some more encouragement? And then maybe what's one way that you could even begin to do that uh, tonight, tomorrow, that kind of thing. So 60 seconds, go. Go.